It is 2953 of the Third Age. Erebor has been reclaimed. Saron has fled from Mirkwood into Mordor to begin his pursuit for the One Ring. And the last meeting of the White Council has tasked Gildor and Glorian with assembling a fellowship to stop Umbarian pirates from assembling ancient artifacts from a Second Age prophecy. Join the players of this Adventures of Middle-Earth Dungeons & Dragons campaign as they unravel the mysteries of the prophecy. Welcome to Arda in part one of the Inglorian Bastards trilogy, Search for Toll Arasea. Alright, welcome to the fifth episode of the Inglorian Bastards campaign. I guess I'm your host. My name's Jared. Um... And I decided with the fifth episode that I would do some explaining. Uh, <laughs> the, the goal was to have one of the one of the cast members, one of the one of the player characters, um, come on the podcast and and to talk about and to sort of introduce more of of who their characters are and what they are all about. But uh, <laughs> Twitch, being what it was, didn't actually save the the interview. So. Uh, I'm gonna kind of go through this myself, and in the tenth or so episode, we will uh, probably like every five episodes, we'll we'll have uh, a guest star come on uh, from, from if you can call them a star. <laughs> we'll have a guest come on the show and and sort of talk about uh, the the previous episodes. Um, so so again, so we're we're on episode five, uh, and the, the characters have have started off in Bree and traveled east along the east road and when they got to the last bridge they headed north up into the Etnmoors through the Hithlad and finally to um well by a place called uh, Garthagawan uh, which is uh, obviously from Lord of the Rings online <laughs> for anyone that's played that um and uh, even even uh, the red um, the red maiden uh, Naruhel, who is referenced in I think it was uh, episode two, uh, or possibly even episode uh, no, it was episode two. She uh, she is also out of Lord of the Rings Online. I, I pulled heavily from from Lord of the Rings Online based on their Eriador um, sort of west of the Misty Mountains. Their maps are just um, really good um you know and sort of uh, flushes out a lot of the a lot of uh the, the empty space in in tolkien's uh, maps um i myself didn't do a lot of lord of the rings online playing i have played it a few times um but um I, I definitely pulled heavily from that um and as as we were getting ready to get going um you know, Cubicle 7 hadn't converted a lot of their stuff over to the 5e system, so um, really uh, the only materials they had, this was in sort of mid-2017, um, they didn't really have anything west of the Misty Mountains converted, um, and now they are starting to roll out some things, I guess. Um, hopefully at some point on this podcast I can get somebody from Lord of the Rings Online and Cubicle 7, uh, the, the makers of Adventures in Middle-Earth, to come talk about their products and um, and to talk a little bit about the, their inspiration for, for uh, the content that they've created. Um, but I'm kind of getting off track here. Uh, so so uh, ultimately the by the end of episode 3, Three, uh, we're in a place uh, uh, in Hordale called uh, Tolis Garden, 
and uh, by the end of the fourth episode, the battle is over in Toluskarnan, and and it's the battle uh, we say in in the episodes are referred to the Battle of Rulimdal, or the battle um, that uh, discovery of wicked secrets. I believe is the literal Sindarin translation. Um, so that that brings us up to the end of episode four. Now. Let's talk a little bit about the format. Um, for those of you who might have guessed that these episodes have been pre-recorded, like I said, all the way back to 2017, and um, we we played from anywhere from you know we we did we did um, we did ten week sessions, right? So we had ten weeks of the first part of the trilogy, um, and we played for between two and a half and three and a half hours per session. So those 10 sessions from this first part of the trilogy, you know, um, I, I guess the average uh, podcast consumption time is around 22 minutes. So my goal was to sort of break things into 20 to 40 minute increments, uh, depending on sort of where it made sense. Uh, and so, you know, those those three hour sessions uh, could easily be broken down into three to five episodes, um, you know, cutting out dead space and, and whatnot. And so, and so that's what we—that's what you have been listening to up until this point—is um, the first day of role playing, uh, which was broken into four sort of podcast episodes. And and there's more of that uh, to come. There's nine more sessions that I get it that I get to sort of break. Uh, and looking ahead, uh, day number two for for the players, um, which takes them across, uh, well, actually through Eridor's End, and through the Misty Mountains by Gundabad, and over into the Withered Heath, um, that you know that's easily broken into at least three episodes, um, and so. We're going to start traveling through the homelands of many of our characters. We start in Eriador, of course, where where Tessero and uh, Faradir, the the Hobbit and the Dúnedain, respectively, um, have lived most of their lives. Although the Dúnedain has done some extensive traveling, um, which we refer to as his known lands, which are all west of the Misty Mountains. Um, we're going to start getting out of their comfort zone and and start getting into sort of the vales where the where the um, the woodman Riken is from, and over into hopefully uh, Erebor, uh, where Burren the dwarf has lived most of his life, um, and he, he's a very complex character, which we don't really discover until the third part of the trilogy. I mean, we he's definitely rich in in part one and part two, but we we don't even know the full extent of which until we get to the third part of the trilogy. Now let's let's talk a little bit about that. So. <laughs> I didn't know this campaign was going to be a trilogy up until uh, probably the end of the first uh, part of the campaign, um, up until probably episode uh, six, maybe. Um, and I started realizing, okay, there's a lot more to this story. Um, you know, I've always been a huge Tolkien fan, um, but you know, part part one here, the the first ten episodes that we did. Um, that we recorded so again not that not the first 10 episodes of the podcast the first 10 days of the campaign um you know we uh we were in kind of known territory you know um even for the people that hadn't read the books the people that had seen the movies they knew Eriador, right they knew the prancing pony um they know where the misty mountains are they know um you know all rohan and isengard and um and so um 
I, I really needed to sort of expand my knowledge of, of Tolkien's lore. And, and, and for me, you know, the, the Silmarillion is absolutely my favorite uh, of anything Tolkien's written. Um, I just, I just, you know, the idea of, um, you know, Tolkien wanted a, um, he had a, a few specific, specific stories that he wanted to tell in depth. Um, and those were, um, obviously they're, they're actually novels now they're, they were the, uh, the fall of Gondolin, um, the, uh, the children of Hurin, um, um, and the, um, uh, Baron and Luthien. And so, um, he had these, he had these stories flushed out in his mind, but he, he, he believed that in order to make these stories very rich, he needed an underlying mythology. And in order to make those, those, that mythology rich, he needed these stories. And so they, they worked together. Um, and, and for me, the Silmarillion was the sort of culmination of, of even sort of the third age tales from the, from the Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings. And, um, I really enjoyed the history of the elves and, uh, the story of Turin, which is one of the, to this day is one of the most tragic stories I've ever, uh, read, even in the Silmarillion. Um, and so, um, so, you know, having having that love for sort of pre-third age uh, material uh, my brain started thinking okay so I, I had the first part of the campaign mapped out through episode uh, through day 10 I should say of, of my campaign with the players and and I, I knew like this is not the end this there's there's more to this world there's more to Arda than just the middle earth we know from the from the sort of uh, first couple of um, novels and and the movies, um, and so I, I pulled upon that knowledge of the Silmarillion and um, and I started looking into the the Book of Lost Tales and the histories of the Middle Earth, and um, I started sending my players quotes every, every almost every day <laughs> that would feed the story, and um, you know for for a lot of them it didn't make a lot of sense until they played through the campaign, but I think it it made the, the experience more rich. Um, so yeah, so, so that's a little bit of the background about sort of how, um, how we played and, and how we've recorded, uh, and, and how I'm sort of breaking up the sessions. Um, so, uh, I guess without any further ado, I will, um, I will kick us into, uh, the last part of the first day that we played. And, and, and that's where we sort of debriefed, um, both the, the, what we've experienced, um, so far and, and sort of our decisions to date and, and, um, and just sort of like a, a general state of the order, um, making sure everybody understood the storyline and, and sort of where we think that things are going to go from there. So I hope you've enjoyed the podcast so far. Um, it, it definitely, uh, picks up and the storyline gets going and you find out more about Pterodon and Pterodon's wager, uh, which you're only scratching the surface of now. So sit back, enjoy, and, uh, listen to the rest of episode five from Inglorian Bastards Search for Toll Erisaea. All right. So, um, so sorry to keep you guys until twelve thirty, but I, we, you know, this was tough because we spent like almost two hours, like an hour and a half at least, just doing sort of background stuff, and um, it won't always be three and a half hours. <laughs> um, That's so bad. But so we're we're planning. Uh, so next next 
uh, next time we meet next Sunday, we're going to go north to Eridor's End and then probably uh, cross the Misty Mountains over to Gundabad somewhere. Um, and then the rest will sort of unfold. If you can, between now and then, um, do a short rest. We're not going to be doing long rests until we reach uh, Sanctuary, until we have like a fellowship phase. Cool. What does that entail? What does a short rest entail? Just like using hit, you can use hit dice to basically heal yourself. Uh, Marco, Marco can walk you through it, or, or I can I can stay around and and you get extra hit dice uh, from Christian and I. Yeah, or from Sprigs and I. Who, I don't know who it was that has the it's Christian. It's the... Yeah, but just you know, like just keep in mind, like as you use these things, that you know you don't know when the next time you're going to get a fellowship phase is. That's that's the thing about this Middle Earth campaign is like you're going to be accruing shadow points. You're going to be basically expending all of your resources by the time you get to the fellowship phase. Oh, um, what's with the what's with the extra extra hit dice? You get one extra hit dice <laughs> for short rest. Yeah, I I, uh, I give you a D six. What do you, Christian? What do you give him? Uh, one of their hit dice. Okay. They just don't have to, they can use it, but they don't have to, like, expend it. Yeah, know? yeah. It's something they can use every short rest, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So 1d6 and then one of your hit dice to recover. Uh, and you can use it every short rest? Yeah, these are things that he and I can, their abilities. Uh, so before you guys go, I'll read a little description. Um, Eridor's End is located at the spur, uh, on a spur of the Misty Mountains, high aloft. The scenery is in stark contrast to the green valley below, as the terrain is white and frozen. Hmm. Good stuff. Yeah. Do you, Marco? Do you want to share what killed um, Eridor and likely your grandfather? Trolls. <laughs> what kind of troll? Do you know? Mountain trolls. Yeah. Oh, great! You guys, you guys have encountered two different kinds of trolls already: a uh, stone troll and a. Um, Cave troll, uh, I think it was. Yeah. So, so, so the, the, these trolls have nothing to do with the first trolls that we saw, though, right? That's too far away. No. That's, that's like right no, this is a different breed entirely. Good. This breed that that you've seen, um, I'll show you what a mountain troll looks like. They haven't it's been actually, hanging out with goblins, have they? Um, it's actually called a hill troll um, in this. Uh, so, hill troll, you'll recognize them. Oh yeah. Yep. From Return of the King. Trolls. Yep. All right, guys. What right, you man. think? What'd you think? It's cool to be playing with the Lord of the Rings stuff. I think we got to get the hang of, of all the different sub rules, though. Yeah, it's definitely been fun. So, what do you mean, Josh? I think we have a set rules. Well, I think we we like we we mulled over like embark embarkation and all that kind of stuff early on. Um, I think that was just. Like you said, a little bit of lag for trying to get introduced to the characters, introduce what we're actually doing, and all that kind of stuff. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. I mean, we didn't take that long in specifically in embarkation stuff, but we kind of hung out for like an hour and a half at the beginning. <laughs> so it was fun. I mean, I had a good time. I think the next time is going to be much smoother, though. It's it's usually how it goes, right? <clears throat> yeah. Yep. Um, and and I think there'll be more like this session. I was trying to tell you that you know the origin sessions like we're all in places that we've seen before, heard of, uh, for the most part. Um, but I, I think you're going to spend probably the first three days in places you've never seen. Or heard okay, about. cool. Okay. <clears throat> um, where do I find how much 
I, I want to know why our, our cannon is a, is a hobbit. What? Our cannon, you mean? Yeah, our cannon. That's why I said I want to know why our cannon is a hobbit. <laughs> How did this happen? Yeah, eventually, eventually he'll lose that inspiration. Um, so he won't get he won't get uh, the sneak attack unless he's surprising somebody or unless somebody's within five feet of the enemy he's attacking. All right. Okay. No, that's because he was inspired this whole time. He's like an assassin, essentially. <laughs> that's awesome. All right. Cool. 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 Have fun. It was fun, guys. Thanks. All right, guys. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, next Sunday. All right. All right. See you guys. Thank you, Jay, for putting this together. You got it. Though this marks the end of the episode, the road goes ever on. Until next time, join us at longwinded.one and consider giving us a review on Apple Music, Spotify, or really whichever platform you choose.